Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Procast. I'm your host, Keith Probst, and I'd like to say thank you for joining us today. Last episode was a fun show. My daughter, a senior in high school, joined us on the podcast, and we discussed our perspective on the college admission process and our thoughts about college in general. Well, today's podcast is going to take what we talked about last time and expound on it. I'll be giving prospective college applicants, to include my daughter, advice on what they can expect and tips to help them be successful in college. Once again, I want to thank you for joining us, and I'd like to officially welcome you to the show. Okay, let's get right to it and start at the beginning with what you can expect. Number one, you can expect to have some more freedom with your daily schedule. School won't be from 8 to 3 or 8 to 4, Monday through Friday, for example. You will have the chance to pick your classes. In some cases, the course that you're interested in will be offered multiple times, and you'll possibly have the option to pick the class time that best fits your other classes or your lifestyle. Whatever it is, you'll most likely have a choice. Note. Your schedules are going to change from semester to semester, depending on when the classes you are taking are being offered. Number two, you can expect to need to do some extra work outside of class. I'm sorry, but after all, this is college, and the intent of going to college is for you, the student, to learn some things that can help you past graduation. This extra work may or may not be assigned, but if it's not assigned, the responsibility is on you, the student, to recognize the need for extra work and to have the discipline to do it. Number three, you can expect that more than one of your classes will assign a major project. Sometimes they are group projects. At the same time, or the time will overlap. What I mean is that one or more of your classes will have projects that overlap each other. And I'm not saying that your professors get together and coordinate the busiest times of their syllabus to overlap with another professor's busiest time, but I'm just saying it will happen, so expect it, and then you won't be surprised. Finally, number four you can expect that the amount of work that you put into your assignments and the time that you dedicate to be the best student possible will, I promise it will, pay off. Being willing and open to learning is a perspective that good students have. And if you don't have that mindset already coming out of high school, then I suggest that you fake it till you make it. Speaking of suggestions, now let's move on to some tips that will help you to stay on track and ultimately help you to be successful in college number one and this is a biggie manage your time this has to be the most common mistake that i see younger college students make and that is they consistently mismanage their time It's helpful to me to write down all my assignments in one planner 
So when I sit down, I can look at my work from a big picture perspective and in theory, nothing gets missed. That brings me to my next point. Number two, be disciplined. There will be times that you don't want to do your work. It could be because you'd rather be doing something else or it could be because you are simply not in the mood to do the work. Regardless of the reason, look at the big picture and if that is the only opportunity for you to do the work and submit it on time, then simply make yourself do the work. It is a choice and you need to just get it done. And finally, tip number three, to ask for help when you need it. When you are confused on a subject or a task, you owe it to yourself to ask for help. Now, this help can come from a trusted classmate, the professor, or the school. And your school does have an office that that sole purpose is to help you, the student, be successful. Sometimes this means that they provide you information about certified tutors. And sometimes it's to meet with a counselor that will communicate with your professors and try to get some accommodations that can help with your specific learning needs. Examples of these accommodations include permission to record the lectures, appointing a note taker for you, or provide extra time to complete homework or tests. Please forgive the pun, but if you're drowning, ask for a life preserver. And finally, number four, look at this opportunity to receive a college education as your job. You wouldn't show up to your job and do the absolute minimum required or not complete any of the tasks that are assigned to you, would you? If you did, you aren't going to have that job very long. Well, carry that over to your education. Do your best to stay on schedule and complete the assigned work on time. Once you get behind, it is very difficult to get caught back up. So don't put yourself in that situation. I actually missed a week of school due to a medical reason this semester, and it literally took me a month to get all of the work that I missed while I was out submitted in the five classes that I have this semester. I'm extremely grateful to all of my professors that work with me, but it was very difficult to get back on track. Remember, bosses don't want excuses why assigned tasks aren't complete. Why pay you if the stuff that they need to get done isn't getting done, right? So don't put yourself in that position at school or at work. It's not worth it. So in conclusion, expect that you're going to have some freedom. Just use your newfound freedom for good and expect that your assignments will overlap and simply work through them one at a time and you'll get through it in no time. Then manage your time. It is so important to manage your time and you need to be disciplined. 
If you're not getting work in on time, try something different. And treat school as your job. It's a good habit and it will benefit you for sure. Most importantly, this opportunity to go to college is a blessing. Don't waste it. In conclusion, I wish you the best college experience and that you get your degrees in the fastest, most efficient way possible. Now to close out the show, we need to recognize some people. And I'd like to thank all of the employers and supervisors that I've had over the past 30 years. That includes my time in high school at Carl's Jr. Payless, my time at the phone company working for AT&T, for both showing me how to do things and how not to do things. I'd especially like to thank the Air Force that gave me plenty of training on prioritizing tasks, time management, and the most important thing they gave me was the opportunity to lead people. I'd like to thank my college, Marymount California University, and all the professors that I've had over these last two years for showing me how to set expectations and hold the students to those expectations while still focusing on learning and each student's individual needs. Thanks again to GarageBand for our introduction and conclusion soundtrack. And last but not least, I'd like to thank the audience for listening to today's show. Uh, and I hope that you tune in again next time. So now I'd like to thank myself for the scripts, recording, editing, and completing another podcast. This podcast will hold a very special meaning to me. You may know why it's special, but for those of you who don't, maybe I'll tell you next time. Until then.